So we were talking about the advantages of the altruistic intention. The Sanskrit term is bodhicitta. And so I went through the advantages, the ten advantages that are commonly listed, such as being able to purify very rapidly and create a vast amount of positive potential and gain realizations of the path. There's some other advantages also that I thought I would go into. Uh, one is that we please the Buddhas. And the reason for this is that we, by the force of having an altruistic intention and love and compassion, then we take some effort to, to act constructively. And so all of our constructive actions are pleasing to the Buddha. And also, especially because with a sense of altruism and compassion, then we work for the benefit of others. And when you consider that the whole reason why anybody who's a Buddha, why they became a Buddha, is because they cherish others, then any time we cherish others and do something to benefit others, that's something that's automatically very pleasing to the Buddha. So when we have the altruism, then the Buddha becomes very, very happy. Uh, another advantage is that the bodhicitta is our real friend, and it's something that never deserts us. Now, so ordinary friends, they come and they go, and we can't always be with them. The bodhicitta, when we have that in our heart, then it's always there. Then no matter what's happening around us, something's awful, something's good, it doesn't really matter, that's still in our heart, that's, that's our best friend, that keeps us company always. And it also, our life becomes very purposeful. We begin to have a sense of meaning in our life. And last week I was telling you about the, the class of new people and how a lot of them, you know, when I asked them why they came, they would say they, some sense of meaning in their life, you know, some sense of purpose besides, um, you know, having a house and uh, a house and a spouse <laughs> and a mouse, <laughs> you know, besides accumulating a lot of things, you know, having some kind of purpose with a life. And you can see that when there's a sense of altruism, when there's a sense of compassion for others, then the life becomes very purposeful. Because then there's really some, something driving, something pushing um, your energy. You have some reason to live, some feeling that you can do something for others, some feeling that you can do something for the state of the world, so that the situation in the world doesn't overwhelm you anymore. But instead, not only do you have the ability to cope with it, but you have the ability to feel that your life is very purposeful within this. And I think that's something really important, you know, because as the world gets crazier and crazier, actually the opportunity and the necessity for bodhicitta, for altruism, for love and compassion, becomes much stronger, doesn't it? You know? In some way, the crazier the world, then the more important compassion is. And it actually, in some ways, it should be easier to develop compassion when things are really crazy. Because you just see how, how out of control things are. And when we really see suffering in a very deep way, then compassion automatically arises. So in some ways, the fact that we're living um, at a degenerate time can really make our practice stronger, can't it? Um, 
also, if you have some kind of feeling for um, helping your family, the best way to help your family is through altruism and love and compassion, through the aspiration to become a Buddha for the benefit of others. And if you're feeling exceptionally patriotic and want to help your country, the best way also is through the, the altruistic intention. And so you can see, you know, that, that when somebody in a society or in a family has a sense of altruism, it automa- you know, that person's actions automatically contribute to the benefit of that family or that society or that world. So the best way really to serve those people is if we change our mind to one of altruism. Okay. Also, because when we have a sense of altruism, we're going to be really balanced, and the way we relate to people is going to be very direct and straightforward. Yeah. And if we don't have altruism, but instead we're trying to be people pleasers and win other people's approval, then our actions aren't going to be very straightforward because we're going to be wanting something in return. We're going to be looking for, for something in return. And so even though we may try and help, it's not going to work real well because there's going to get a, a lot of tricks involved. But when we have an altruistic intention, that is just wanting others to be happy simply because they exist, wanting others to be free of suffering simply because they exist, they're just like us, then there's no trips involved. So then what we do can be very, very direct. And you don't, uh, things don't get mushed up. Okay? You don't get into messes. Also, when we have um, altruism, we don't feel alienated or discouraged anymore. So they say that bodhicitta is a very good antidepressant. Okay? It be- it's better than Prozac. Um, cheaper also. Um, <laughs> okay, and so you know you might think, well, wait a minute. How is love and compassion a good antidepressant? I mean, compassion. That means I have to think about other people's suffering. That makes me depressed. How's this going to work? How am I going to be, you know, not depressed thinking about this? And see, the thing is actually that that we get depressed because we feel overwhelmed by situations. We feel like there's no resources, no tools. We can't do anything. When we have a sense of altruism, then we realize that there's a lot that we can do. And we feel very encouraged. We feel very uplifted because we see something we can do. We see some path out of the misery, some path out of the confusion. And so then we see that there's no reason to be depressed. And because we have some some self-confidence to be able to do something, we have the inner strength to endure situations by the force of love and compassion, then, you know, the mind doesn't get discouraged and depressed. Similarly, bodhicitta is very good for eliminating fear. Interesting, isn't it? And when you think of how many things in our life we're terrified of, how much fear, you know, overwhelms us. A lot of times in retreat, people ask questions about that. I guess a lot of people are dealing with it in in their own psyches about fear and how immobilizing fear is, and just thinking of how altruism overcomes fear. And again, you know, how does that work? Well, fear comes when we have a lack of clarity. Fear comes when we have a lot of attachment to things, so we're afraid of losing them. Okay? Fear comes when we can't find our own internal resources to deal with a situation. And so again, when we have love and compassion for others, 
then we have a sense of, of our own confidence and power in the situation, a, a sense to uh, an ability.